Well, hello, my dears. Welcome to your friendly local Burning Tarot mini podcast. I'm T. I'm your tarot reader and occasional astrologer as well. And uh, I feel like it's been weeks and weeks and weeks since I sent you a missive, since I spoke into the great iPhone, the great iPhone of the universe that brings us the podcasts. I have been dealing with some health issues, specifically mental health issues, and it's been really hard. And coming out of it, it's, it's interesting. There are some, I'm bipolar, as I've mentioned here on the podcast before, also known as manic depressive illness or disorder. And when I'm in one phase of that, I get extra woo, lots of extra woo. And then once it reaches a certain point, the woo kind of turns off. It's as though the system and instrument that are my body, you know, and my brain and my nervous system, they know that I need to chill out. And extra effort, extra energy is not available for channeling the woo, engaging with the woo, grabbing messages from the woo, or thinking all the various far-out thoughts that come with the woo. So I haven't had as much woo as I'm used to, um, and I haven't had as much to share with you guys either. That said, I am open for personal readings. If anyone wants to purchase one, go right ahead. There are several that um, I'm a bit backlogged on, and you'll see them in my shop, tiffanylebrown.com slash shop. That's S-H-O-P-P-E with an E. Woo-hoo. Um, if you look in there, the, the ones I'm backlogged on say, say they're sold out. That means buy it later or send me an email and say you want one, but that you've got plenty of time to wait so yes, I am just coming back to things with woo, with readings. And um, it's funny coming back. Even though it hasn't been that long, I get the feeling of someone who has not ridden a bicycle in quite a while. That said, I will do my best to read these cards that present themselves to me, intended for you on this fine day in May, in the middle of the National Forest. So what we're looking at today is a three-card draw, three-card reading. I intended to draw one, three fell out, so hey, three wanted to be read. We're using the Morgan Greer Tarot, very colorful, especially this rendition of it, and, um, and a lot of fun and has a very 1970s groovy style to it. The first card tells us something about where we're coming from. What have we experienced in the recent past that's really informing where we're going next, but is starting to fade away? What influence do we see um, that we might still need to process? We might need to process this influence but the influence itself is waning. And we drew the Two of Wands reversed. In the Morgan Greer, the Two of Wands shows a youth 
That's how they always describe it in the little tarot books, you know, a youth. A youth with beautiful blue gloves on, leaning on a walking stick, a staff, is holding out what appears to be a crystal ball. If there's anything to be seen in this crystal ball, you better scribe for it because the illustration doesn't show anything. It's some kind of globe. And he or they, they have a shield, presumed shield, on their arm that is painted with very beautiful, ornate flowers. So it's a floral, pretty motif, not really what you might expect to see on a shield. They're wearing a red cap with a feather in it. They've got dark hair and white skin, as is, I'm afraid, often the case in all these earlier tarot decks. And there's someone else coming down the road to meet this person. All we see of them is another staff, wand, walking stick, um, being held by a gloved hand. And this glove is brown. Our youth seems to be not really looking into the globe for scrying and perhaps looking up from it to check out this person who's arrived. It's kind of hard to tell from the look on the face what exactly our pal here is doing. It could be that they're kind of waking from a trance from looking in the globe and now they're ready to interact with people around them. The background is a deep blue, the sky. So I would say we have met someone along the path recently. That does not have to be an actual human that's a brand new meeting. It could be a part of ourselves that we're projecting outward and running into in the world. And which goes well with the two of wands, wands being fire, um, there might be conflict that we've had with this part of ourselves or with this individual we've met. Could even be ideas that, that are threatening to us that we've run into. The card is reversed. So there's kind of a natural progression where we go from ourselves solo, that's a one, to meeting someone, perhaps the other, and that would be a two, two cards in the tarot. And then the next card would be a three, and that would be more of a place of fruition and, and maturation, um, manifestation. So in this spot, I think the two says, we have found new ways of airing conflict. We have felt new dimensions of conflict, and hopefully we've been learning from that conflict. And this has to do with listening to others and then feeling like maybe we had to retreat to ourselves. Um, in my case, I explained what was going on with me. So I stopped reading the news, except the local newspaper. That's different. I write for it. Um, but I, you know, just stopped reading the news. And that would be an example of tuning back into myself and blocking out the outside influences that are causing conflict. It could be a person. Maybe there's a particular person that you found overwhelming or otherwise undesirable, 
and you decided just to not respond to them or kick them out for a while. Or you may have had a withdrawing from everybody and everything. Maybe a select few made the cut. <laughs> but this two of wands reverse can suggest a pretty strong need to turn ourselves and our attention inward. So that led us up to our present moment. And that's exemplified by the middle card. And that's the nine of coins reversed. I love the nine of coins in this deck. She is just gorgeous. We have a lot of purple going on in this card. A lot of deep saturated color in general. Sort of a purpley background. And she's wearing a deeper purple robe. And then there are greens to offset and accent all that purple. There's a fuchsia headdress she's wearing. She herself appears to be black, which as I've mentioned, that's rare in these earlier tarot decks. It's usually white people, so that's nice to see as well. And she's wearing a falconing glove. I mean, the bird honestly doesn't look to me like a falcon, but it looks more like a big blue quail. Or maybe it's a peacock without its feathers stretched out. I don't know. What do I know? It's a beautiful, glorious bird. She's got all these coins arrayed about and on her, kind of a necklace formation. She's got jewels. Her hands are plunged into a bowl of grapes. And there's even grape leaves in there. <coughs> Excuse me. So this is a really sumptuous, rich kind of coins card. Our coins, of course, correspond to earth. So actual money, certainly, but also sensual pleasure and earthly sorts of pursuits such as gardening, cooking, uh, giving someone a massage. These are all things that we do from our earth element self and paying attention to our bodies, certainly. So when she comes up reversed here, this can suggest that maybe we've gone a little too far. Not necessarily with grounding and being with earth, but maybe we've gone a little too far with some kind of earthly indulgence. This could be overspending, overeating, um, over, over getting massages. Is that possible? I would love to find out someday if it's really possible to get too many massages. <laughs> So there's a sense of overindulgence in earthly pleasures that this can put us in a spot where maybe it's not so pleasurable anymore or we're dealing with consequences of it that we don't really like, consequences to our health or our weight or our bank account balance. So right now might be a point where we are feeling that. We are feeling the need to actually look at, huh, have I been indulging too much? Or, hmm, where are things situated in that bank account? Should I have bought that new car? <laughs> or, you know, even that pair of jeans. Um, so it's kind of like a reversed luxuriousness. Maybe we've been enjoying certain luxuries that, uh, that are best enjoyed in small doses and with great care. And we might not have what it takes to keep going with it. That can be a pretty uncomfortable moment. 
where we're headed in our near future, my dears, is looking pretty rosy. We are headed from this nine of coins reversed into the queen of coins, and she's not reversed. Uh, and the coins, of course, correspond to the element of earth, and they are also the pentacles. And in this particular deck, they prefer the wording pentacles. So let's take a look at this queen. So the uh, earth, coin, pentacle, these correspond to autumn, to harvest season. And that feeling that you, you know, it's, it's the opposite end of the season spectrum right now. I think we are all here in the northern hemisphere. So for us, it's, it's totally spring right now. But think back to six months ago. Think back to what autumn feels like when you're gathering, you know, pumpkins and doing all that kind of stuff, eating fresh corn roasted over a fire. That is the realm of earth and coin and pentacle. This queen is very, she's kind of severe looking. Um, well, not severe, but she's serious looking. Let's just say that. She's serious. Speaking of serious, I feel like I'm uncharacteristically uh, a little bit out of it, a little bit serious, a little bit down during this reading. So I just want to acknowledge that. Next time, maybe I'll be my usual perky, peppy, humorous self. So this time we have the Queen of Pentacles. She's got a very spiky crown on. And the rest of her is all draped and covered up with neck coverings and hair coverings and red robes. She's in profile. She's looking off into the distance with very well-groomed eyebrows, I must say. I don't know if they really groomed their eyebrows in faux medieval times. Um, there are rust-colored leaves around her sprouting with acorns. So we have that very autumnal feel. She's wearing a beautiful red jewel, perhaps a ruby ring, gigantic ruby. <clears throat> Maybe it's carnelian, seems more realistic. Carnelian ring, let's say. And um, her hands are resting on a mega coin, a giant old pentacle. She has a yellow sky behind her and there are blue mountains as well. So this is the part of us that can really have some authority with how we are in the world. People come to us for advice or favors. We're in the position to decide whether we want to give those out. Queen of Pentacles, us, that part of us has a great deal of confidence and feels very rooted takes the time to feel grounded in the element of earth. So that's one thing that this card can suggest, is take the time to feel and be grounded in the earth. If you have any grounding or earthing practices, bust out with them, maybe every day for a little while. This is a wonderful time for the earth. A lot of you are in central Oregon, and this is, well, some of you. Uh, this is a great time to wander around in the forest to walk barefoot on a rock, on a big boulder near a river, 
um, walking barefoot or lying on the earth, especially if you can do it with your shoes off, and just being there. Stare up at the sky. That's it. You can call that a meditation or you can just lie there. These are the kinds of things that literally put us with the earth, put us in touch, give us grounding and earthing. Queen of Pentacles loves that. She totally wants that for us. And for those who are trapped indoors or are immobilized in a bed, because I know that is the case for some of us, um, this would be a good time to bring some rocks or soil into your space or ask someone else to do that for you. If you don't have any potted plants, this is a good time to make a friend with a potted plant that you can see and maybe even touch. Touching would be best if you can handle um, handle a plant and put it in a pot yourself. That would be great. Or take stones, um, sometimes stones in water is an especially effective way to meditate with both water and earth. And you can put a tray of stones with earth and or water um, on the floor or just a, you know, a big pan. And you can put your feet on that while you breathe and meditate or while you're just hanging out. Maybe you're playing music. Music is also a very earthy activity. Um, so those are some ideas of, of ways to really genuinely connect with that energy. If you have stones, river stones, hematite, you know, things like that, carry them in your hands and really feel their weight. Queen of Pentacles has a great deal of power, but she gets that power by remembering to tap into it. She is deriving her power from the element of earth, not just by being her own groovy self, as groovy as she might be. And she, she looks pretty groovy with those eyebrows and everything. Um, but the power she's deriving comes from this giant coin her hands are resting upon. She knows that's not really hers, right? All the stuff that we gather in this lifetime, that's all passing. So whether it's literal power or something that uh, is emblematic of power, such as, you know, money, have a nice house, these things are all important, but they're not going to feel like real power in our hands unless we acknowledge them and we sink deep, deep, deeply into the element of earth. From that, we derive great power. Um, and with the Queen of Pentacles, we want to make sure that we're um, paying attention to details, that we are giving good advice that we are taking care to include others in our plans. This is a great card for manifestation. Queen of Pentacles can manifest and she has mastery over this element of earth. She can work with the earth. She can work with money. She can work with career and things like home ownership or changes of home ownership. So um, I think this is a, a nice card to have coming up. I love the Queen of Pentacles. And um, I love the idea of being in a place where we are ready to do some, some manifestation, but without any forced bullshit. This is not the like, you know, 
I don't know. I, I get frustrated by a lot of uh, woo-woo and, and witchy uh, and new age literature and stuff that's out there really overdoes it on intention setting. Like a lot of the time, the most beautiful intention that one can set is to step the fuck out of the way so that the universe can do its magic. <laughs> right? But sometimes it's time to set intentions and really make sure that we're giving ourselves a, a chance to manifest something that we really like. So try not to be imprisoned by any systems that tell you how to do your intention setting and exactly how you should manifest and what that should look like and how you should post about it on Instagram. I'd be, I'd be wary of that. But it is a good, fruitful time for looking to what you manifest in the world and making sure that it's coming from this deeply grounded place and that it's coming from that true spirit of Earth You're letting earth move through you. And yes, that grants you power, but it doesn't grant you kind of annoying ego power. Um, It's like the difference between a, uh, I don't know, an Obama and a Trump, right? One of them, and they both got an ego, but one of them sees their job as um, kind of working with the powers that be to make things happen and being a channel for the will of the people and the other just rides the ego train so they both manifest stuff there's no getting around that um but i know which one of those guys i would rather be similar to you know um and you'll have to make that choice on your own if you like donald trump then you do whatever you need to do with that Queen of Pentacles, and uh, good luck with that. But I think a lot of us who are doing the Burning Tarot thing are more likely to relate to um, a calmer president like the current one or uh, uh, President Obama. So the Queen of Pentacles, we don't want her unleashing her Trump side, and she's unlikely to do that in this position, you know, Um, we want to align the intentions and make sure that she's acknowledging where her power comes from and then she'll do just fine. She's, um, she's not likely to go flying off in a terrible direction ego wise. So I think that's, uh, pretty rosy. I hope you have enjoyed this little moment of burning tarot. I hope to bring you more soon. I'm T. And uh, have yourself a lovely May.